I'll go start the coffee. I'll be down in a minute. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop. Pastor and Laura, wake up. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Hopefully finishing Luke 22 today. Mm-hmm. We're caught on 22. I see what you're trying to do. So. No. Catchy. Fun. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're welcome. Alright. Luke, chapter 22, verse 54. Peter disowns Jesus. Then, seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. But when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You you also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow is with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The servant girl was there at the arrest? Or do you think she just recognized Peter from being one of the disciples? Because everyone would recognize Peter. He's the one that cut off somebody's ear. Sure. I wonder also who's in this courtyard at this time right so what time do we think it is uh midnight so it's the house of the high priest so this is someone's house and they've got a little fire going in the courtyard mm-hmm. now I don't know how many servants the high priest would have but who would be in his courtyard at midnight Besides friends of his and servants of his. So wouldn't Peter kind of stick out like, hey, you don't work here. You're not a regular visitor of the high priest. You're just like a, you know, whatever, fisherman. I feel like he just, it wouldn't be hard to tell he didn't belong there. Right? I don't know. I mean, if they're meeting in front of the whole Sanhedrin, that's 70 guys. The whole Sanhedrin was there? They meet in front of the Sanhedrin before they send them over to Pilate. Um, Then you have all the false witnesses that they're calling forward that are not part of it. 
Then you have the mob of people that went out to get him, which is not just going to be a mob of priests. It's going to be other people that are their kind of lackeys and enforcers. So... That sounds like a pretty big crowd. Yeah, you could have a few hundred people. That's ridiculous. I was just pictured three servants sitting around a fire... And then Peter. <laughs> and they're all looking at him like, huh. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, obviously this is a big conspiracy to kill Jesus, but it's crazy that it's that well organized that they got that many people together in the middle of the night on Passover week. I mean, I don't know. we don't really have an account of their side of it or their planning of it, but yeah, I guess it's a much bigger crowd than I picture in my head. It must have a pretty big courtyard. Yeah, I'm trying to think if it would have had a palace of some sort or a live in, I don't know. Yeah, so yesterday when we read about him being arrested, he cut off. We know in other accounts it was Peter who did it, but in Luke's account it doesn't say who cut off the ear. But it was Peter who cuts off the ear. Jesus says no more of this, and then... Then he was taken and Peter followed at a distance. So, yeah, I mean, he somehow managed to make it there without being noticed or caught. Well, I said this um, when we went through Mark that I think that John maybe was like a nephew. Possibly of somebody high up in the um, Jewish court, the Sanhedrin. Mm-hmm. So he could have, you know, went in there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm here to see my uncle. And then this guy's coming with me. Yeah. No, yeah, I think you're right. One of the people, and it must be John, is thought to have been connected. But. Yeah, do we want to talk about Peter disowning? Sure. What do you want to say about it? Just sort of, well, not sort of, it's sad, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's crazy what people do when they're afraid and they're in a situation where they're trying to fit in or aren't really thinking about the you know their overall being of who they are and their purpose in life like just completely forgets what he had said to Jesus what Jesus had said to him yeah like not even a few hours ago Mm mm-hmm 
It's just the the natural instinct, you know, to sin, to lie. Yeah. If is it wrong to lie to save your life? <laughs> Why did you make that? <laughs> well, I don't think so. I don't. What? So, listen. In this case, in this case, he does lie denying Christ. I think that is wrong. Because Paul says, you know, what should we fear? Should we de- fear death or famine of the sword? In the case, you have the midwives in the Old Testament that lie to Pharaoh saying that the Hebrew women are strong and before they even get there, they the children are born because they didn't want to put them to death. And the Lord blesses them because of it. Um, when you think about like, uh, you know, the example of Jewish or um, Christians during the, the time of the Nazis, you know, lying to say that there are Jews in their house. I actually brought this up an example. I was trying to kind of work around this. That time we were camping, there was that mountain lion walking around. Uh-huh. And I lied to you in the middle of the night, and I told you it was a deer or an elk. No, you didn't lie. You just said, I don't know. I said, what was that noise? And you said, I don't know. Yeah, and I did know. <laughs> right. I did. I did know it was a mountain lion, but I lied because you I, didn't want me to freak out. I didn't want you to freak out. I didn't want us to get out of the tent and try and get to the car or do anything else. I knew that the best thing to do was just to stay calm and lie down. So I lied, and I'm not. Well, I don't want to rehash a discussion we've already had, but we did talk about this a while ago in relation to Rahab Mm -hmm. correct yeah like God doesn't want us to sin God can accomplish his purpose without us sinning correct so in the case of the midwives could God have saved those people if the midwives had told the truth God can do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to picture how that would have gone down. Yeah. I, in relation to denying Jesus, though, um, well, remember the, the shooting that in Colorado. Columbine. Yeah, Columbine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was when I was younger. Uh-huh. Um, Most things happen when you're younger. <laughs> yeah, touche. <laughs> <laughs> I was much... I was younger than high school. Though. Okay. I was younger. I was in grade school when that happened. And I remember hearing about it that... They were walking around saying, do you believe in in God? 
and killing people who said yes. And probably heard this story either shortly before or shortly after, but in my mind, I feel like I connected the, you know, that same thing, like, would you, would you deny Jesus if someone had, like, a gun to your head? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was kind of trying to justify it, like, well, if you said no, you would get to live, and then you could go on with your life and become a, whatever, a pastor or teacher and spread the good news to all these people, and, you know one lie could save your life and you could go on to do a lot more good things. Whereas if you tell the truth, then it would just be over. So would one lie justify being able to stay alive and, you know, accomplish more of God's purpose? You know, I don't know. Kind of would, like, justify it like that. Like, if Peter said... Yeah, I was with him. I was the guy who cut off the ear. They probably would have arrested him, beaten him. I don't know, maybe killed him for assaulting the high priest's servant. But because he lied, he went on to be the leader of the church, basically, and all these good things. So did... Do the ends justify the means... I don't think so. And part of it is Peter Peter told Jesus, even if I have to die, I will not betray you. You know? Like he he said that that and it wasn't hypothetical for him. The Jews had tried to kill Jesus, you know? Or they were plotting to do it. He knew that. And it's it wasn't hypothetical for him. Versus us, you know, someone being caught off guard. If they said, if they lied in that situation of the Columbine shooter. I mean, obviously their sin would be forgiven. Well, and so was Peter's. Right, so was Peter's. Yeah, but the I think we need to be really honest about our motivation for any kind of deception like that. You know? Is the deception for our own comfort or strength or relying on our own wits so that our will can be done or are we really trying to accomplish the will of God selflessly and our well-being is put second to God or someone else Mm. I see what you're saying and you know but to be honest about that why you're actually doing it is I mean like in the case of the midwives if they are caught in that lie they die. Sure. In the, you know... So the lie doesn't people. actually benefit them. Right. There's no benefit for them doing it. They actually risk more for the well-being of someone else. And, I mean, that's the tough thing here is, like, the word lie is 
broad, you know, like, it's, it's any kind of deception that's out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's a, it's a more nuanced topic, I think, that we have to be very strict about um, the way that we analyze our motivations and our feelings, because the sinful nature in us always wants to justify sin. And Mm -hmm. that is not acceptable at all. Lying for any kind of personal benefit, you know. um, Dishonesty, obviously, is not acceptable. But it's... I think there are... It's really easy for us, though, because we're sinful to justify as we go. Yeah. And we're kind of born with this sinful nature and inclination to lie you know like from such a young age people learn to lie like i can just not tell what really happened you know and well yeah it's because we're sinful right and we're born that way yeah well yeah i know we kind of already had that discussion about god's will but i think you clarified there for whose benefit like if it's for your own out of fear that's different than trying to save other people like Rahab or the midwives were doing mm-hmm. um, yeah Peter should not have denied Jesus that's that mm-hmm. so now I'm seeing that we have just like two verses in the guards mock Jesus section mm-hmm. and then the last section is called Jesus before Pilate and Herod and that goes it's the end of 22 and then the beginning of 23 so maybe we'll save that because right. that's kind of long but let's just do this these two verses right now the guards mock Jesus verse 63 the men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him they blindfolded him and demanded prophesy who hit you And they said many other insulting things to him. That's Mm -hmm. as far as we will go today. Yeah. What are you thinking? (laughs) I'm thinking that even the guards knew that Jesus was a prophet. You know, hey, the idea that... They're mocking him. They don't think he's a prophet. I, they are. They're making are, fun of him. Right. But they're not saying the reason that um, the Jews tried to put Jesus to death, where they say he is starting a rebellion claiming to be a king. It's about prophecy. Uh, anyway, that's maybe a stretch. It's just yeah. some. The thought that crossed my mind. Interesting. Yeah, this is... There's more details in other accounts of what they say and do. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, yeah, I guess we'll read more tomorrow. Sorry, I started scanning ahead. I shouldn't do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll do pilot next time. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop.
Pastor Ann, Laura, wake up.